Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to today's program. I'm glad you're here. I hope you've been listening for a while. And if you're new, really welcome. Go back and listen to some episodes. There's lots of great stuff for you. Today, I want to talk about something that most people don't want to talk about. In fact, they don't even want to think about it. And that is the big question of, are you being realistic about the potential for violence in your family? When you have become accustomed to people yelling and threatening and doing things, you may not think about it as violence. I hope you're thinking about it as abuse, but you may not be thinking about it as violence. So I really think this is important for us to talk about. And I'm going to ask some questions today and give you some potential answers and let you think about these things. I hope you will. This is very important to keeping yourself safe, your children safe, and other people safe as well. So when you hear about violence perpetrated in so many ways in this world, you can't turn the news on without hearing about it, whether it's shootings or wars or subway pushers or rape or beatings. I hope it's a wake-up call because now is the best time to have a look around your own life at your circle, your family, your friends, your spouse, your partner, your child, your teenager, your coworkers, and ask yourself these questions. Are you possibly in denial about someone's potential for violence? And maybe you're in that denial because you don't know what to do about it. Well, many people are in that denial. They think, oh, well, I know that person. Oh, they're just threatening. They do that all the time. Um, Oh, they'd never do anything you say to yourselves. No, it's very important that when a person is threatening you or grabbing you in anger grabbing you inappropriately, that you sit up and take notice of that. That is not okay on any level. It is just not okay. So the first time that it happens, the threat or the grabbing is gentle, not really gentle, but, but is mild. You tell that person, if you ever do that again, I am going to report you. I know you don't want to do it. I know you think, oh, well, they're just angry. No, anybody who would do that is lacking impulse control. And if they're lacking impulse control, you don't want to be around them. You've got to do something about it. So don't be in denial about someone's potential for violence. Go and tell someone, tell your therapist, tell me, tell the police, particularly get it on the record. Yes, I know. You'll go to the police station and they'll say, well, that person, I can't see them hurting you right now, so there's nothing I can do about it. 
Or you call them and the person's left your house and they say, well, I'll take a report, but I can't do much about it. That's true. However, you have to insist that they at least document your visit and the reason for your concern. So don't be in denial about it. If somebody is abusing you, they're behaving in a violent way, or you think they have even the mildest thinking that they have potential for violence, tell people about it. I know you don't want to tell on them. Tell people about it. It's for your safety. So next question, have you ever tried to talk to a person who's close to you about those startling and inappropriate ways that the person treats you and they don't listen to you? I had that when I was a child, you know, when I was 10 or 11, I'd go and tell people about how my mother was and they would say, oh, you must be doing something really bad because your mother's lovely. Well, That's the way it goes with hijackals. That's the way it goes with these difficult people, these people who who have strong tendencies to be only about themselves and only want their own way and want power and control over you at all times. So you have to go and tell somebody who will listen, and that probably is a professional, so that they will have them in their notes. And um, you can always work with me. I work by video conferencing. I have clients all over the world. So go to forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R relationship, H-E-L-P.com slash join. That will give you the first hour for a good rate. And we can talk about something and document it for you. So make sure that you talk about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't make up excuses for the person. Tell people about it. And don't go and tell the person's family. That will probably not go well. Tell people you trust who care about you. And if you did try to talk to them, maybe you were met with anger or defenses or excuses or rationales. That's really common. And that's what I I mean. Go to people who will hear you and listen to you, not excuse you or tell you you're irrational, or not want to talk about it, or make excuses. You have to talk to someone who will take you seriously, okay? You have to talk to someone. Like I said earlier, maybe you will need a professional. Get that professional to document what's going on. That's the only way. Otherwise, you'll leave it too late, and somebody may get hurt. So when you go and talk to somebody... Maybe they'll immediately point the finger back at you rather than uh, invite them to look at the real behaviors and how they're behaving with them. You may have had that happen. I certainly did. As I said, when I was a child, um, people would say, oh, no, that's a terrible thing to say about your mother. She would never do that, you know, and they would dismiss it. When I had my first marriage, because of course, when you have been raised by hijackals, you are likely to either become a hijackal or you will become what I call hijackal bait. So you don't know all those things about yourself. You haven't processed all that's happened to you in your home when you were growing up. So you don't know. So of course, you are highly likely to attract a hijackal. And I did. And when he would get angry or come after me or come after me at one time with a butcher knife, uh, he would do all kinds of things. He was so mild-mannered in his work and all that people would not believe that he had the potential for this incredibly powerful anger. 
So you do need to talk to people. Really do that. You deserve to do that. You need to have it documented. You need a place to talk about it. You need a place to work it out and to think about what are your next best steps. And like I said, talk to me. It's not a problem. All you need is your phone or any computer that has a camera and a microphone, and we can talk. Forrelationshiphelp.com slash join. So maybe they pointed the finger back at you. Now that is a horrible, disempowering moment. And you don't want to be in that place. So choose wisely to whom you talk. Another question. Do you feel you have to be nice to someone who scares you just to keep the peace and not be victimized by them? Big red flag. If you are afraid of someone's anger and you have to walk on eggshells around them all the time, this is not okay. Again, you need to tell someone. You need to get some help. Yes, I know this may be a scary episode, but I can't emphasize it strongly enough. And I'll tell you why. I once had a client. She was with a new partner. She'd been divorced from the hijackal for four years. And she and her new partner came to work with me because they couldn't seem to get the ex to settle down. They were The ex was always about needing more time with the children, needing more money. They were always being taken to court. So we were working on this. And I was really giving them some insights that they didn't have before. And they were trying to put some certain things in place. And one of the things was, I said, you need to recognize completely that this man does not care about the children. He cares about you not having them power over you. And they said, Oh, no, he really loves the children. I said, I highly doubt it. And then it happened. I picked up the newspaper and there on the front page was a horrible report of the fact that this woman's ex went to her place of work, shot her directly between the eyes and killed himself. How much did he care about the children? Oh, enough to leave them orphans. So I know what I'm talking about. And I really, really need you to listen up to this episode. Because there is a potential violence in people who have narcissistic personality um, disorder, they may have, um, they may be psychopathic, they may be sociopathic, they don't care, they don't have any empathy. So they can live with sort of in the bounds of uh, the community, sort of within the bounds of reality. And then they, they break, they blow, and they will do things. And they have a very vivid imagination that people are not giving them what they want. And those people are wrong and bad and should be punished. So I'm really talking about serious stuff here. And I hope you really get it. You know, I got I know I have a head of steam about this today. But it is so important for me to convey to you that if you have people in your family who behave these ways, it's not safe. And if you have already experienced that it's not safe, in any physical or sexual way, you need to talk to people. And yes, if it's not safe verbally and emotionally, you also need help because you need to know what to do and what you can do. You should never feel you have to be nice to someone who scares you and be keeping the peace so that you don't feel like a victim. It doesn't change the victimhood. You're fooling yourself. So if you have a violent person in your life, I know you don't want to call them that. You may not even want to call them an abuser, but listen up. 
You need to be talking to a professional so they can help you or going to law enforcement so they have a record or hiring an attorney to keep a record. So if you're in an abusive relationship, you need help to stand up and speak up and do something to keep yourself and your children safe. You do need to do something. You need to get help. Don't dismiss it. Don't say, well, you know, I remember when this person was lovely or when this person was loving or there have been some good moments. What you're doing is you're hooked on hope and hijackles traffic and hope. You're hooked on hope that that person you fell in love with is going to return. They are going to be that wonderful, loving person. You're stuck back in that place where they were out to get you and they got you. And now you don't want to say, oh, my goodness, I don't like this person very much. You're making excuses for them. You're not taking their threats and their need for control seriously enough. Now, usually I'm not talking about violence. You know that because you've listened to other episodes. But today I really need this message to get out there. So if any of these things we've talked about so far are present in your relationship, it's time to take action. And no, it's not time to start blaming or getting angry, criticizing, lecturing, or threatening to leave the hijackal. That doesn't work. Yes, threatening to leave them will seem to straighten them out for a little while. But be honest, it goes back to the same way it was in no time. There's no real change. Many people who behave these ways are simply not driven by logic. Now that's a game changer, right? They're not driven by logic and they're not empathetic. So they don't care how you feel and they do not want to hear anything that's logical, linear or rational. So if they're not driven by logic and your attempt to reason with them is all you've got, you're not going to get very far. Repeated attempts at reasoning, it just makes you frustrated and furious. You're wasting your time and your energy and and your goodwill. In fact, these folks are so resistant to your logical approach, they may even behave in more entrenched, frustrating, and violent ways just to prove to you that you have no power over them. So here's where you have to become more realistic. If you see patterns of behavior that are once intended to dominate, control, or alienate others, these are a sign of potential trouble. That trouble will seldom be the huge, violently overt acts of a killing spree, but it is more likely to be repeated acts to show other people how little they care about them. In so many cases, these behaviors push people away, and these behaviors are based in a deep belief that they themselves are unlovable. I'll show you, they say, you won't ignore me. And that can be their motivation for verbal or physical violence. It's a search for significance gone terribly wrong. And if you just heard me say that they, they believe they're unlovable, no amount of your loving them will change that. I'll say that again. No amount of your loving will change them. Now, whether or not they are diagnosable, they have the traits If you don't know the traits of hijackals, go to hijackals.com, hijackals.com, hijackals, and download my free ebook, How to Spot a Hijackal. That will help you. 
And whether or not they're diagnosable, they have the patterns, traits, and cycles, and that's all you need to know. Don't even try to diagnose them. And believe me, they're not going to go for diagnosis themselves because they are perfect. They've told you that already. So if someone you live or love or work with is habitually difficult, defensive, or destructive, take note now. They're not going to grow out of it, nor will they likely change unless they're open to positive, immediate, and effective help over a long time. So you're the ones who have to do things differently because even if they get that help over a long time, which they're highly unlikely to do, they will not change. It's not possible for many of them to change. A, they're unwilling. B, they're not interested. So I hope this has been a wake up call for you. I'm sorry if it's startling. I'm sorry if you don't believe that this potential exists. All you have to do is go to the police records and you'll certainly know that you're wrong. And the case is that these are the people who will hurt their partners, will hurt people at work, will hurt their children. And sometimes it's your child. Sometimes your child is behaving this way. They come into the teenage years. They need help. And you need to see the red flags. They are waving, waving wildly, and you need to see them. You are responsible for keeping yourself safe, and I'm here to help you do that. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and you can find me, and I hope you will, find me at 4FORRelationshiphelp.com. If you want me to answer your questions, you can join my Optimized Circles and join in the off Facebook, off social media groups I have there to make you safer. You'll find that at forrelationshiphelp.com slash circles. You're safe there. And I'm in there all the time. I will answer your questions. So take a deep breath. Assert yourself. Yes, I do think that I may be in danger and I may be in denial about how much danger I may be in or someone else may be in. Maybe you're looking at this in somebody else's life. You need to invite those people to listen to this podcast and help those people to get help. I need to be an alarmist today because sometimes people do not love themselves enough to say, no, you cannot and will not hurt me another moment. So I'm really glad you're here. I am so delighted that you care enough about yourself to be listening to this and recognize that you may need help or someone you love may need help. Visit me at forrelationshiphelp.com. Join the circles at forrelationshiphelp.com slash circles for sure, for sure, for sure. It's only $5 a month. Get your questions answered and get my 21 steps to empowered emotional savvy in your email over 47 days. Great home study program. I care about you. I want you to understand what's going on. Take good care of yourself and we'll talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. 
life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4RelationshipHelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4RelationshipHelp. Join me for next week's show. Oh, 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 o